0: Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. The best in the business is back in business. For the second time tonight, we had some technical difficulties, so we are early on. We are re-recording. But before we get started, I want to know, do you think you're smarter than an NFL GM? Might be. Do you think you're the best at fantasy football? You are. You listen to the Dynasty Rewind. Well, here is your chance to prove it. Dynasty Owner is the only patented fantasy sports game using actual NFL salaries and contracts. You manage your team from all levels: owner to general manager to coach. Dynasty Owners for the smart elite fantasy football player only. There's no off season in Dynasty Owner, just like there's no off season in Dynasty Fantasy Football. The rookie draft matters, free agency matters, and every contract matters. So come to a startup draft in 2020 using actual NFL players' contracts and salaries then improve your team each year with a three-round rookie draft and by trading players and draft picks. You could win weekly prizes, seasonal prizes, and compete in the chase for the ring. So the mobile app is in development and will be ready to download on iOS and Android in time for the rookie drafts this May. Guys, that is like a week away. We're right there. Mock drafts are open now in desktop and mobile browsers. To learn more on mock draft for free go to www.dynastyowner.com Make sure you tell them that the Dynasty Rewind sent you. I don't remember if I said it before, but I'm your host, Michael Bauer. It is so great to be with you guys again. Um, So it is currently round three of the NFL draft. Uh, As we are recording this right now, last night we did round one. Um, It was myself. It was Chev Porkman. uh, A great A friend of ours, Sean, he hosted it because um, I don't know how to make Skype work. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Pops was in there too. Pops Noody. It was great to talk to Pops. Um, So, Chev, let's start with you. How are you doing tonight, Chev?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Just enjoying this day two of the draft. It's been pretty incredible so far.
0: Yeah, man. It's been weird as well. Um, Porkman, how are we doing tonight?
2: Uh, You know, just a little hurt. No pun intended. <laughs> um, or, or
0: extra pun intended. Extra,
2: yeah. But I'm doing all right. I'm 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 actually enjoying a lot of this draft other than what the Eagles did today. But, you know, we, I'm
0: still enjoying myself. We we will get there. Uh, Nate, how are we doing tonight?
3: Hey, I'm doing good. I got Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins on my team's offense now. So, I'm happy. Okay. Yeah, you should be very very happy um you guys are going to be running all over
0: the nfc north it looks like um so let's uh let's get into it here let's start with round one round one pick one joe burrow no surprise chev any surprise there for you i'm thinking no oh chev is muted i'm sorry i did not see that um pork man let's start with you then any surprise on uh joe burrow
2: yeah obviously it's no surprise we all knew they were going to take him first-round pick. They, we could have known after the national championship game that he was going. The only thing that was just annoying that it was like, yeah, we might trade him for a haul and get more value for him, but that would just be stupid. Stop being Cincinnati in the Bengals and just take take the best guy on the board.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they did. Do you guys buy into um, he didn't want to go there? We'd heard some rumors about that. I don't buy it.
3: No. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. No, not at all. I think that's just the media playing it up or maybe the Bengals trying to get a trade partner. Yeah, makes sense.
0: Um, so he should be 1-1 in Superflex rookie drafts right now,
1: I think. Um, yeah. But there's uh, – I don't know. You don't know? I think I all might right. go uh, – There's another guy on here that I might take. It's not a quarterback.
0: All Ooh. right. Well, when you get – when we get there – Tell us who it is for sure. What you know AJ Dillon, Chef?
1: Oh, going to the Ooh, Packers. Fire. I mean, wait, what team did he go to? Hold on. We'll tell you later. He went
0: get... <laughs> See, Chef knows. Stay tuned in to find out and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Worst um, team so in the NFL, on... though. I don't know about that. I mean, but really, though. The Packers, you think? Oh, that's right. You are a Bears fan. I forgot. Okay. Jeez, Slight please. bias there. Um, so moving on, uh, the next offensive skill position was pick five. Let's just kind of lump five and six together. Um, five was Tua going to Miami, and six was Justin Herbert going to the charges. Um Chev, since you were muted before and I didn't see that, like an idiot, um, you may pick who you'd <laughs> like to talk about, Tua or Justin Herbert.
1: I was on the phone with a, um, a source of mine. And he was just talking about his last pick. So we'll get to that later, though. But, I mean, Tua, I I love the – So
0: when that pick comes up, real quick, sorry to interrupt, we are going to call and put him on the phone when we talk about that. So,
1: um,
0: There we go. Figured everyone would like that. So, Chev, sorry to cut you off, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I'll just talk about Tua. I'm sure Nate wants to talk about his boy Herbert. Uh, Tua landed in a great spot, man. I mean, probably not as great as the Chargers with all those wide receivers and tight ends that they have there. I just, um, I just love it, man. Tua's going to a spot with uh, Williams. You got um, Parker, who just had his fifth-year breakout somehow. Um, and now <laughs> you're going to a team that's just building at the line, man. They're building that line up for him. Um, we'll see. I think Fitzpatrick probably gets the first blow uh, in the beginning of the season. But, hey, you never know. This offseason's crazy. Uh, but I would definitely see Tua probably sitting behind a little bit until – yeah, you know, the Fitzpatrick just starts throwing those INTs. So, I definitely do love the landing spot for Tua, though.
0: Okay. And, um Nate, your thoughts on Justin Herbert, since he's your boy?
3: Yeah. So, I don't know how he became my boy, but he's definitely starting day one over Tyrod Taylor. Um, So, he's a Chargers boy at this point. And he's got a good offense around him. I mean, Eckler's going to be solid coming out of the backfield, catching passes from Herbert. Um and then he's got Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I mean, that's a really solid set of players for a rookie quarterback. Um, I know they have some struggles with the offensive line, and uh, so far in this draft, they haven't really addressed that. But uh, they got a good defense they're putting together over there, and I think I think that's going to be a good pickup. Um, he's going to have a good couple of years. I, we'll see if he uh, sticks around the league for for a second contract and uh, win some playoff games. Okay, um, so moving on.
0: The next skill position and the first wide receiver that comes off the board is pick twelve Henry Ruggs from Alabama, um, specifically Henry Ruggs the third, goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. Anybody here a Ruggs fan?
1: Nope. Nope.
2: For fantasy, Speed. no. For fantasy, no. For the NFL, yes.
0: Okay. Um, does anyone want to, you know, talk about? Henry Ruggs or? Yeah, I'll touch on
2: it. Yeah, I'll I'll touch on it a little bit. Um, You know, with the offense per se, they do have speed. You got got Josh Jacobs there. You have uh, Darren Waller. And you also have Tyrell Williams and Hunter Renfro. Now, Hunter Renfro is not really much of a speed guy, but he's a quick guy. And when you have a quick guy underneath, you also need one guy to, you know, take the top off. And I see last year when the Raiders were playing well, Tyrell Williams was healthy. He was taking the top off, and they were actually doing pretty well. But when he got hurt, everything went you know, straight to doo-doo. So, yep. hey, if he gets hurt again, we got Ruggs, the fastest guy in the draft. Just have him run straight. That's why I think he's not really too much good as a fancy receiver. But for the NFL, he's going to open up everything up the middle. So if – if the offense decides to throw the ball to Josh Jacobs this year, that will be perfect for him. Hunter Renfro, perfect for him. And also for Darren Waller, So just in that order. So I think it will go Jacobs, Jacobs Renfro, Waller. That will help with the offense. And then Ruggs most likely will be the fourth option.
0: All right. So moving on, uh, three picks later. Supposedly, according to some people on Twitter, Courtland sutton stock went way down when the Broncos selected Jerry Judy, also from Alabama, uh, with pick 15. So, who wants to touch on Jerry Judy? And I don't. I don't think this hurts Courtland Sutton at all. I think it helps Courtland Sutton. If anything, um, somebody actually texted me, and they're like, oh, "Are you glad you got Sutton now?" And I was like, "Yeah, still, still glad."
3: <laughs> so. um yeah, hey, what are your thoughts on like receiver? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he's quality, and I mean we you know some people say that Judy's going to eat into his targets, but I mean he was out there by himself last year, basically with every now and then a Noah fan sighting, and having Judy across from him is going to make it so that defense cannot spotlight him and double cover him. They're going to have to respect two different receivers and maybe even more. You know, once we get to that. And like we said, Noah Fant, Jerry Judy, Sutton. Now they got Gordon back there and Philip Lindsay. That's a good offense, and Locke is not a slouch. Man, Locke can throw the ball. He can throw it oh, yeah. deep, and he can throw it well. So that offense has gotten really exciting in just the last 24 hours, and I would love to have any piece of it. Um, so personally for me, I just want to take a minute. If
0: any of us sound distracted or not focused i'd like to apologize on all our behalf just because we're trying to do this podcast and watch the draft and follow everything along on our computer all at once so um i I don't want to speak for you guys here but i got a lot going on so i don't want it to seem like i don't care but just a lot to process i'm sure you guys could agree with that um so two picks later uh, a lot of people you know who they expected their wide receiver one off the board would be cd lamb the Dallas Cowboys take a luxury pick a pick 17. Um, so a guy that I was hoping would follow just another four picks didn't happen. Dak Prescott now has a ton of mouths to feed in Dallas. Uh, I thought Blake Jarwin was going to be a thing, I guess not. Still have uh Gallup, who Chev just thankfully traded me about two weeks ago. Uh, they have Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard is there as well. So, um, Chev, you are the resident Sooner fan. Your thoughts on CD Lamb to the Dallas Cowboys?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely probably not the greatest landing spot for this season, coming right off uh, into his rookie year, just because they have so many mouths to feed. Um, I mean, Gallup is not no slouch either. I mean, he's a guy that put up, I believe, a thousand yards this season, too. So uh definitely goes into an offense that is powerful, man. And that offensive line. Uh, it's starting to wear down a little bit, but uh, they still got some power left in them. They still got a couple more good years left. Um, I mean, You're going into a, an offense with Amari Cooper, so he can definitely help out with his route running and just learning from him from that. Um, but, man, CeeDee Lamb is definitely my wide receiver one, and I'm still going to stick with it uh, from pre-draft to after the draft. So I love CD's landing spot. He's in a top 10 offense. I mean, last year they threw the ball more than they did uh, in the last couple of seasons. I mean, this might hurt Zeke a little bit just because there's – Really good wide receivers out there, but it also could help him, too, in the backfield. So uh, this this season could definitely be very interesting for that uh, wide receiver core.
0: Okay. Um, so then after CD Lamb, the next skill player went to Philadelphia at pick 21. We had Jalen Rager, who um, I know you guys said that Henry Ruggs was the fastest player in the draft. Jalen Rager, if you asked him, said that he was, although his combine didn't show it. So, uh, Porkman, why don't you take it away on Jalen Rager?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, his pro. Um, um, well, first things first. I was freaking uh, excited out of this world. I know Sean recorded me waving my arms all high up in the air. Oh, well, boy.
0: Porkman, were you excited or were you hype?
2: Hype with an e, not a d. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but okay, carry on.
2: <laughs> at the um at the end of the day, um he ran a four four seven at the combine, which they expected him to run faster. But he came in very heavy. So uh, usually when he played um at TCU, so I just think like, hey, he was like, let me just go back down to the weight where I was playing at instead of trying to be too cute about it. Goes to the pro day and apparently runs a four two. I don't know how ex- uh accurate that is, but hey. I believe it because watching him play in college is just he he just looks electric. And to me, my comp is I don't know if a lot of people agree with it. He's small, he's fast, he looks like a Steve Smith type to me. He has that he has that moxie about him that I love. So yeah, hey, yeah. I'll take I'll take all of that. Cause we need swag on that team. Cause now, it was listen, just especially from that position. I'm listening.
0: I'm gonna make a comp and I'm not gonna say That he's the same player Okay But He gives you You know I like the big physical receiver But he gives you The capabilities of a guy Like a Tyreek Hill In the essence of He's fast He can get behind defenders Mm -hmm. So that's his physical attribute You know He's not a mauler Like Pittman He's not going to kill you For the ball or anything like that Because you're just not going to catch him So My thoughts on uh, Jalen Rager so uh, moving on the next wide receiver off the board next skill position actually pick 25 the San Francisco 49ers traded up and they took Brandon Ayuk I was a little perplexed by this thought it was an odd pick obviously the Niners did not Nate do you have any thoughts on Brandon Ayuk going to I like the landing spot but what do you feel about it here trading up did they trade up or down I can't remember either way they traded they
2: traded down to go trade back up.
0: Yes. So they zigzagged, and now they, they now have Brandon Ayuk. So, Nate, your thoughts.
3: Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of Brandon Ayuk, though I think this is actually a pretty good landing spot for him. Just for an NFL perspective, I think he'll do very well in that offense. From a fantasy perspective, I'm not not excited about it at all. Um, number one, Jimmy Garoppolo is not someone who's going to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game. And they don't even want to throw the ball more than 20 times a game if they don't have to. So I'm thinking that this guy is going to you know, basically try to get scraps, fight for the scraps with Debo uh, once you take uh, Kittle's targets out of the equation. So run first offense, Kittle's the number one target. Debo is already established there. Um, Kyle Shanahan seems to love him. And Ayuk's kind of a similar player that can be used on screens and sweeps and stuff, but I don't I don't think this is going to be very fantasy relevant. Um, him there in San Francisco, I think it'll be really good for their offense, but not for fantasy.
0: Okay, um, so moving on, the big one of the night, and I want Chev. I want you to talk about this because these are this team is your mortal enemy. So okay. the Packers trade up, right? Did they trade it back up? I can't remember. That was a long time ago um but they selected quarterback jordan love from utah state yeah quite the shocker i didn't see this coming at all
1: Um, no yeah
0: Chev, your thoughts on this
1: i honestly nobody could have predicted that i honestly don't think anybody could have predicted that man that is just absolute bonkers i mean i know rogers is getting old but man he's still got a good amount of years left in him i feel like i mean i feel like he's like 37 or something like that but this dude needs some help he needs some wide receivers out there that can catch the ball i mean they got sternberger last year at tight end. he's hoping to have a bigger role this season i mean they got great running backs uh, they just got a really great one so i'll be excited to talk about later um but dude i just can't believe they passed on a wide receiver uh at that round or at that pick and they went Jordan Love. I definitely did not see them going quarterback at all.
0: Yeah, that's definitely um, a little bit shocking. Um, Chev, while I have you here talking about the NFC North, I do apologize. I skipped over Justin Jefferson at 22. He went to the Minnesota to Vikings. Yeah, so uh, now I know he's, that's your boy. He's skippable. Just kidding. But that, Just kidding. Is, that is not your team. So the NFC North is getting pretty interesting. Your thoughts on Justin
1: Jefferson there as well? Man, I, I'm honestly, right now, I'm still still thinking about how I really do feel about this. I mean, they just got rid of Diggs, so uh, he's going to probably move right into that maybe wide receiver one, wide receiver two role for sure. Um, but man, I, I'm kind of nervous. I mean, that's a, that's a place that likes to run the football. They want to run it down your throat and make you like it. Uh, Diggs only had like 93 targets last season. I'm kind of nervous. Uh, But I trust my man. I loved everything about his film. Um, I'll die on the the Justin Jefferson train all day. I'm the fan club president. So I love my dude Jefferson. I think he'll ball out with them. All
0: right. And um, one last. Let me make sure because I seem to skip people over. Um, Okay. So finishing out round one, closing out an exciting first round. We had the fresh Prince of Hilaire. Clyde Edwards Hilaire himself goes to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, pick thirty-two. So um, who wants to talk about Clyde Edwards Hilaire?
2: I'll jump on him because once he when I saw that pop up on my TV, I took about three shots. Yeah, you're pretty excited. <laughs> I was excited it was crap ran around the house and everything. I mean, and I can I can only say Fantasy Twitter was outrageous last night when they saw that junk. Everybody said, Oh, he's 101 and all that stuff. And shoot, he might be. But I know there's some other some other running backs that got drafted today. That could supplant him. So I mean it's a it's a big thing. But everything everybody's been saying about Kansas City Chiefs not taking a running back, they're going to stick with Damian Williams. But when you got when you got a dog like that waiting for you at thirty two, he they had to go there with him. Um, there's a lot of comparisons to him with Brian Westbrook, and I think that that tug that uh, Andy Reid's heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> it did. because that, yeah. that was his boy. It got him in the third round that year. I love uh, yeah. Brian Westbrook. But yeah, Westbrook uh, I mean, this special. guy, he fits perfectly with this offense. He got he Yeah, he was special. He got Eclair oh Eclair. I'm hungry. Uh, Fresh, Prince. <laughs> Fresh Prince. The Fresh Prince got um, the Fresh Prince got hands. He got the juke moves. He got the lateral quickness. He got the power. He's just he's got everything that you want in a running back. And for him to be there with Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, McCole Hardman, all them guys, it's just. It's just, it looks like a match made in heaven, so I hope he just stays healthy, keeps his head on straight, puts his head down, and just works, gets that offense down, and he can be a force to be reckoned with for years to come.
0: All right. So the Fresh Prince goes to um, the Kansas City Chiefs, defending Super Bowl champions, get a little bit better. Uh, round two started off tonight, Friday, April 24th, and it did not disappoint right from the get-go. Very first pick, pick thirty-three. Uh, that's round two, pick one. Can't math well. And That's T. Higgins. He goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. So Joe Burrow now has somebody, somebody special to throw to. Um, Nate, your thoughts on T. Higgins in your division now? How are you feeling about that?
3: Yeah, I'm not really excited about having to guard T. Higgins. I mean, luckily I'm not the one who's guarding T. Higgins, but yeah, he's pretty. Tall. I mean, you, should, you would get roasted, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Marlon Humphrey and Jimmy Smith and uh, Tavon Young and Marcus Peters are the ones doing it, not me. But, uh, dude, T. Higgins deserved to be in the first round, so I'm glad he got picked at uh, pick 33 because he's basically a first-rounder at that point, and he is the talent for that. I think he got kind of uh, poo-pooed on in this pre-draft process because he didn't run at the combine, and then he didn't have a um, – you know, he had that pro day. He had some – middling measurables. But, uh dude, the guy is a baller, and he's been productive the entire time in college. And Joe Burrow is going to find him a lot in the next, next couple years. That guy's going to be productive. And he's not going to be the spotlight of the offense because you got A.J. Green there for one more year probably, maybe more, who knows, and Tyler Boyd underneath. But Higgins is going to get lots and lots of targets and yards and most importantly touchdowns
0: yeah i like the pick there uh cincinnati looking pretty good so far so the next pick uh to the indianapolis colts was michael Pittman jr wide receiver from usc a guy that i was very high on i think i'll take this one here because i'm the host i could do that um i like the pick it's good i'm not a big ty hilton guy um The Colts getting a lot better in this draft. We're going to touch on that a little bit later, Um, but Pittman's good. He's a big physical receiver, the exact opposite of um, T.Y. Hilton, really, and especially with Phillip Rivers entering old age, he can't really get the ball where it needs to be like he used to. So Pittman's a guy that can go up and get it if need be. So the next pick, I hope you all traded on Johnson like I luckily did about two days ago, three days ago. DeAndre Swift goes to the Detroit Lions. I thought they were going to draft a running back. Didn't think it would be DeAndre Swift. Chev, um, your thoughts on Swift. Are you a DeAndre Swift guy? I
1: don't think you are. No. So in the draft process, me and Porkman, we're texting back and forth. And I was like, man, I got acres above him, I think, man. I just put him 3A, 3B. And a, I know Porkman's not the highest on him either. So it kind of helped me out a little bit knowing that I'm not the only one seeing kind of, not he didn't have that dog in him that I want to see kind of, which is weird to say, but I mean, he's a stud athlete, man. He's a guy that goes out there and does every part of his job well. Anything that he does is great, but I just don't see the dog in him breaking tackles and scoring touchdowns and making those big runs. Um, but I mean, going to the Lions, I mean, I feel like they want to share it up there. I mean, they've been sharing the the load for, gosh, who knows how many seasons now. I think they've only had like, two 100-yard rushing running backs in the last, like, 10 years, which is crazy to me. But, I mean, Swift's going to a team that Johnson's always hurt. I think I got it there. Uh, definitely, they'll find him in the passing game for sure. I mean, seems like Stafford loves to check it down every once in a while too. I mean, I just feel it's a good landing spot for him. I mean, he's not going to be a, doing the whole thing. He's going to be a guy going to be able to share the work with and not have all that stress on him to be the guy.
0: Um. Nate, did you have something you wanted to touch on?
3: Yeah, so I was not—I was probably the only person to have someone, um, someone who went to the Chiefs actually, Clyde edwards hilaire over DeAndre Swift. Um, I had Swift as my number four running back. Um, I do not like this landing spot. Um, okay, I'm not sure he fits what Patricia's doing over there. Patricia, as far as I know from everything that's come out of Detroit. He wants somebody who can be a workhorse, someone who can use power and get the hard yards, and that's not DeAndre Swift in any way. So no. I really am confused by this this draft slot and this landing spot because I just don't think he fits what they want to do. And, you know, I I don't want to be too hot takey, but he might just be the same exact player that Kerryon Johnson was.
0: I well, agree with that. It's, it's funny, though. Nate, because you, you mentioned that Patricia wants a guy that could be a three-down back, a workhorse. Because Jonathan Taylor was on the board. He actually got taken two, three, four, six picks later at 41. He is now an Indianapolis Colt. So what what are your thoughts here? Are we talking – you know, a lot of people were thinking J.K. Dobbins, to Indy, but it's Jonathan Taylor. Um, Marlon Mack's dead now, right, pretty
3: much? Oh, oh six yeah. Six
2: feet under.
0: Yeah.
3: And I as I said, I've been banging the table for Jonathan Taylor to the Colts for at least 2 months now. Um before the combine at least, I was saying that Jonathan Taylor was my RB1 and that the Colts was the dream. It was a dream landing spot, but I thought it could happen because they're in win now mode. Everything they've done has said they're in win now mode. And there's no easier way to help your old co- quarterback win games than a young stud running back. And that's exactly what Jonathan Taylor is. He can take the pressure off of Phillip Rivers, and it takes them from having an average runner in Marlon Mack who you're not going to be able to do much in the run game beyond just get the basic yards, to having someone back there that can carry your team when Phillip Rivers' arm is just not looking the same as it used to be. Right. I, this pick, pick makes so much sense. I am so excited. It just validates that... In my eyes, Jonathan Taylor is the de facto RB one.
0: Well, we do not have a number one, a new number one in
1: Jacksonville.
0: I don't know. <laughs> you do um, have a new
1: number one superflex pick, in my boy Jonathan Taylor, though. That's my guy. Okay,
0: that that's your guy. All right, I take him over. Burrow. Why? Okay, so just out of curiosity, so explain why you're going to take a running back over a quarterback in superflex.
1: Okay, so you talk about all the time how you beat Garrett in the Superflex League and didn't even have a quarterback, right?
0: That is true. I talk about it quite often. If anyone asks or if you didn't, the backstory is I was in the championship. Somehow I shouldn't have even been there, really. Um, no healthy quarterbacks, and I beat Garrett Price. And
1: that's my yeah, claim so, of fame. So, I mean, <laughs> if you have those running backs, you have those wide receivers that you can stock up on, I mean, this guy's going to an offense with probably the number one line blocking for him he's got a guy that's checking the ball down to him 24 7 and philip rivers i mean who knows how many years he has left but i mean just to get that production in his first season and just being how good he is i mean how can you not value him highly in this draft i mean you got guys blocking for him all day with that line making holes that can fit a semi why would i not want him over burrow i mean burrow's got the got the talent around him and he'll probably be there for a long time but Jonathan Taylor, right off the bat, can help you out and win you a championship.
0: So, Chef, I want to say, first of all, you're 100% correct. Superflex does not necessarily mean that you need to go quarterback, right? Yep. So, I, I did a startup this year uh, with a bunch of people. Garrett Price is one of those people. Um, I punted the position a little bit. I waited until round two. My first overall pick was Saquon Barkley. Um, But I ended up getting Josh Allen and Daniel Jones. Now, this was before the Bears traded for Nick Foles. I also have Mitchell Trubisky and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So um, I do plan on getting more quarterbacks in my rookie draft. But I have a good team. Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, Curtis Samuel. I even took Le'Veon Bell in the ninth round. So it's a decent team you know i i didn't overpay for a quarterback so you know it's a good strategy i think chev so good job um yeah next pick lavisca Chenault goes to the jaguars <laughs> i don't i forget who, who here we go which one Nate, of you guys is Nate, is yours Nate? okay okay
3: <laughs> Yeah. Right, so, what
0: you got on Lavisca Chenault going to the Jags?
3: Lavisca Chenault. man, I don't really know how to feel about this landing spot. I'm gonna be completely honest because I was hoping for, I mean, I mentioned Rams and Saints to somebody on Twitter, and I was like really scared of like the Jets getting him because that would not work out. But like the Rams, Saints were like my dream spots for this dude. Jaguars is somewhere in the middle. I know we talked about how Jay Gruden is a pretty good offensive coordinator, but I just don't know if I trust that front office and that ownership to just make the right decisions and surround that team with so much quality that they need. So, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I have him as my wide receiver three before the draft started. I'm going to keep him up, definitely, up near the top there. But uh, I'm really interested to see... What happens this year with Lavisca not Because it could go any way across some DJ Shark.
0: Yeah, i um, pretty curious. So the next pick after that, the Chicago Bears take tight end Cole Komet. Chev, you are the resident Chicago fan. Let's go back to you.
1: Uh, I'm actually a resident Cardinals fan. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you wanted? Um, I'm sorry. I just saw in the chat you wanted uh, my thoughts on Gardner Minshew.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I've, how do you feel about Gardner Minshew getting uh, old LaVisca? How do you feel?
0: You know, I think um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Nate. Like, I got to see it play out. I think he'll be a I- – I agree, though, Nate. I don't know if he really fits the style or the system. To me, I feel like Minshew's a guy that really supports, like, one wide receiver. You know what I mean? And it's going to be DJ Chark. He, that's who he he's been throwing to. So – I think it could almost be a wasted pick for fantasy that is. Maybe he does other things special teams wise that help the team out, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I still do like Minshew for fantasy this year. I'm curious to see what the Jaguars do later in the draft if they go after another quarterback or if they just they just let it ride
1: with Minshew. I don't know. Yeah. And we got some got some big news coming out of pick eighty five here. Yeah. <laughs> oh pork man.
0: <laughs> all right we'll we'll get there but <laughs> chef first you got to talk about Cole Komet to your chicago bears
1: i mean we're gonna run a 11 tight end set we're gonna have trubisky out at the the far flex area i mean th- this could what are we gonna do at the tight end position man we just got graham for i don't even remember how much money too much for me now we go out and draft a guy i mean he can Jimmy Graham could help him out a little bit, teach him how to watch film, whatever. But, man, I'm I'm just not too sold on it, man. I was hoping we didn't go tight end. I was just hoping we did something else with it. But, hey, you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. Let's go, Cole Komet.
0: Sorry, I was muted and talking to myself. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm just stand- – I'm sitting – all right, I'm sorry. Um,
3: yeah, Okay. Hey. Real quick, what's up? Did you guys just hear Porkman gasp? Yeah, when that pick was made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> oh, I hear beers cracking. Who's cracking one open?
1: This one's for you, Pork, for old Mister Mossy over there. Jesus. <laughs> well,
0: so a couple Pretty picks, for me. but four picks after Cole Komet. we have KJ Hamler from Penn State goes to the Denver Broncos. Porkman KJ Hamler to the Broncos at 46 bit of a reach possibly Uh not really a reach uh I I feel as though
2: <laughs> they're in a division where they need to try to outscore the Chiefs and why not try to out try to outscore the Chiefs when they have Tyreek Hill with a similar type player with KJ Hamler cuz remember we said he was the he was the diet uh Henry Ruggs but we felt like that he was a slightly a little bit better. Um, he fits to me. I think he fits pretty perfectly with them. With Sutton, you need somebody to stretch the field with them too. So now they got, he, he pretty much what you think he had like four two speed. He got four, two speed. Fat um, I don't worth. know. I think he KG ran Hammer's a four, 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 five last year.
0: Yeah. I don't think he's he a looks four two that guy. fast. Yeah.
2: He looks close. Maybe four, three, yeah. one, or something like that. But it's I think something. he fits perfectly for what they're trying to do. They're trying to give Drew Lock weapons, and Drew Lock to me, his stock is going up, up. Yeah, so he's yeah, gonna, I, and you know, I think you know, in non superflex leagues, you can probably wait a little bit and take Lock later instead of taking one of those quarterbacks early.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, moving on, the next skill player off the board. Don't know what he is yet. Hopefully the Steelers do. Chase Claypool goes at pick 49 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nate, your division rivals, did they improve their receiving core? We'll just say receiver here. I don't know if he's going to be a tight end or or what. I don't know. Do you think Claypool at 49 is a stretch maybe?
3: I think that is definitely a stretch. I think I was expecting him to go somewhere like mid, maybe early third round. Um, He also did not get the tight end designation with the pick, which I know a lot of people were kind of wondering if they would announce him as a tight end, they announced him as a wide receiver. So that puts him in the boat with Juju and Deontay and James Washington. Now, none of those guys are that tall. So Claypool does fill up a play style that they don't have on that team right now. But they did just sign Eric Ebron, and they have uh, the – Eternal mediocre Vance McDonald over there, so I don't think he'll be lining up at tight end that often. I think he's definitely going to be more of a wide receiver, and I think I think that's a good landing spot for him. He'll probably be the number three um, option when it comes down to who's getting the targets. But I think Big Ben has been missing somebody he can just chuck it up to, and I think Claypool can fill that role. Big Ben should be back and be healthy. He's only got like a year or two left, but Man, that dude just—he escapes sacks and throws the ball up, and that's exactly what Claypool is gonna benefit off of. So,
0: yeah, they—they gotta—they gotta score points because that—that um, that division's looking a lot tougher now. You know, Cincinnati's not gonna be a pushover anymore. We're assuming Cleveland's looking—they got better. Uh, we haven't announced their picks, but they're they're loading up in the secondary and they're bolstering the offensive line. The Ravens are getting a lot better as well. So Pittsburgh's got to do something. Uh, but the next pick off the board, Todd Gurley is now an Atlanta Falcon and Cam Akers at pick 52. I can't really say that Cam Akers is a quote-unquote Todd Gurley replacement. I think their games are vastly different. But, um, Porkman, what do you think about Cam Akers going to – um, Los Angeles. Still weird to say Los Angeles when I talk about the Rams, but there he is. Your thoughts? They still should be in St. Louis, but, you know. It's a different. Yeah, story. what? Did, why you got to do St. Louis dirty like that, man? Those people yeah. showed up every week. Come on. They, they I hate did. when, real quick, I hate when owners don't get a new stadium and they they either threaten to relocate the team or they do relocate the team. My dad said it right. If you're going to own a professional team, You should be the one footing the bill for the stadium, not the taxpayers. Yeah. Uh, And I, for once, I agree with my dad. Porkman, your thoughts on Cam Akers?
2: All right, so Cam Akers here, if they decide to use Cam Akers like they used Todd Gurley a couple years ago, I think he's going to be one of the steals of the draft this year because he has the talent there, and he might actually have a better offensive line this year. I know we keep knocking the door down on the, uh, the fat guys they had in, in Seminole country, but they did him no justice at all. So if you can get this guy in space with um, with Robert Woods and uh, my boy that we're talking about later with a big old smile on my face, and, uh, and Cooper Cup, he can be a force to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Chev, do you think how I know you're a Cam Akers fan, right? Yep. All right. How high are you moving him up now with this landing spot?
1: I'm not moving him up very far. He's probably yeah. staying in the same spot he's already at. I mean, the landing spots for these other guys we're going to be talking about, I mean, they're up there, man. I mean, we already talked about Elaire, we talked about Taylor. Um, I haven't talked about Dobbins yet. He's probably going to be still in the top three range for me. Um, but, I mean, Cam Akers is still in the same spot, man. Him and Swift okay. are still battling for, probably for that four or five range, honestly, for me. I mean, probably even maybe a little bit later. I mean, some of these other picks are going to be talking about pretty juicy spots. Um, but, I mean, Akers is a stud, man. I know you guys talked about how he could create some bad habits. I mean, or he could just be thriving once he actually gets an offensive line. I mean. I can see it going either way. I mean, you guys talked about what could happen, but I don't know. I, I really didn't I don't know. I I think he's gonna be just fine.
0: So I wanted Cam Akers to go to the Steelers for some reason. I just thought it would be a really good fit. Mm-hmm. But I like the spot in LA. Nate, before we move on and I rant about the next pick a little bit, um what you like uh Cam Akers, are you moving him up, are you moving him down? What are you doing with him?
3: Um Honestly, the Rams is a pretty good landing spot if you think about just off the offense, but the Rams offensive line was not very good last year and they really haven't done much to address it. So, it's not like he's going from a bad offensive line to a good offensive line. He's going from a bad offensive line to a bad offensive line. And I mean, he still made things happen with that bad offensive line at FSU. So, I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a product of the system in LA. And okay. I think he'll be replaceable.
0: Okay. All right. That's, that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, if Todd Gurley was quote-unquote replaceable, why couldn't Cam Akersby? Um, So with the next pick in the draft, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles almost made me buy a new LCD TV. Um, luckily, my aim is off, and that can of lion's had just missed it, and it was empty. Um, they picked Jalen Hurts, quarterback from Oklahoma, who I don't like. So Carson Wentz is 27 years old. And in the first year of a $100 million contract. And Howie Roseman says he wants the team to be a quarterback factory. No, Howie, we don't want you to be a quote unquote quarterback factory. We want you to be a Super Bowl winning team factory, whatever. Okay. This is stupid. You finally got rid of the whole Foles versus Wentz debate. You committed to Wentz. I understand that every year most teams draft a quarterback. A lot of the time, later you groom a guy, whatever, practice guy, whatever. You don't reach in the second round. If you don't like anybody that's there, you trade back. It was a stupid pick. It's I personally think this is not as bad as the Jordan love to um, Aaron Rodgers just because you know I love Carson Wentz if you listen to this, but Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz is not Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to get the chance to be? I don't know. Are they going to groom and trade him like the Patriots did with Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett? I don't know. I just think that when you have a guy that sets franchise records, 4,000 yards, first Eagles quarterback to do that, with no wide receiver over 500 yards, the dude literally put the team on his back and you do this, it is just stupid. It's a bad pick. Pork Man, going to need your thoughts on this too, dude. I mean,
2: <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't. Speechless. I don't. Yeah. Cause it, I'm looking at the TV. I'm like, so this, mm-hmm. is there a typo or you got the wrong card? Mr. Goodell? Like, is it supposed to be Van Jefferson? Somebody else? knows. I, Jalen wish, it, I wish it was. Um, yeah. my, I guess I try to try to go with the glass half full perspective about a lot of stuff. So, I mean, Jalen Hurts, a very athletic guy. Can't deny that. He was in Alabama, got hurt. Tua came in, took a spot, won a chip, and then it flipped. Same thing happened the following time, then they won. The only thing I can say that can justify this is they can put him in a Taysom Hill-type role and use him as a gadget player. But if you draft a quarterback and use him as a gadget player, you don't take him in the second round.
0: No. You so, could have taken Lynn Bowden Jr.
2: Exactly. Later, who's quicker. Which a different team did. In fact. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's,
2: that's it's, the part. Now, I know. Now, the leadership, maybe it might have been like a leadership type thing. They liked his character, which is good and all. But your character is not going to help you get on the field and win games where you're a quarterback. And we have Carson Wentz, our franchise quarterback yeah. that we gave $120 million to. So. Yeah. It, this is baffles me i need to just i need to wait and see and watch this virtual training camp and see what he does
0: well i will say i do do a solo eagles podcast the back row eagles show um, i'll be having a guest on this week we'll be touching on this pick very much in depth so it's going to be a quite spirited episode so if you want to hear me rant some more i don't want to take up too much time for the rewinders out there um, if you want to hear two pissed off eagles fans talking about it, Check your podcast player Monday morning. You're welcome. Moving on. Um, the next pick after that atrocious pick, Nate, you're up, man. J.K. Dobbins, who is my running back one. At first, I didn't like the spot, but it is dynasty. We have to be patient. We got an angry runner in J.K. Dobbins. So I'm going to say this. The Baltimore Ravens know what their system is, and they know how to handpick players for it. I think right now as good as any other team in the NFL. So go ahead, Nate. Your thoughts on this. Oh, really, Chev? No, stop it. I see you in the chat.
1: <laughs> did you see my did you see my response?
0: I see that. That's as close as Porkman gets to cursing too. You guys already know my
1: thoughts on this quarterback scandal at the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, we we'll see them week three, and you guys will be definitely happy about it, I'm guessing.
0: They are good. Yeah, we are gonna be happy about it week well, three because we're going to you be know up. who your quarterback is gonna be?
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going Nick Foles, and we're probably going to have a better record than you guys. Well, until he breaks his collarbone again, he's not breaking. I, n- I know that.
2: who my quarterback is <laughs> I will say be. this
1: though. Breaking records, big trust. Robert Griffin. Whoop, whoop.
3: Boo boo. All right, no, let's it get the JK. Ain't going to
0: be our G three. Yeah, let's get right, let's get so the JK.
3: Boy. Yeah. All right, so Dobbin's just taking over the Ingram role, but not until next year. I just want to throw that out there so everyone knows. Like, It's going to be a committee this year. John Harbaugh does not give lots of snaps to rookie running backs. He never has. Though we haven't taken a running back this high in quite a while. So he's Ray definitely Rice, going to Ray get Rice. work. But I don't know when we took Ray Rice. I can't remember. But, yeah. I mean, Dobbin's going to get a lot of work. He's not going to probably be an RB1 He might be an RB2, depending on touchdowns. But I would assume touchdowns go to Ingram this year. So he's probably going to be an RB3 this year. Like, just being honest. So you got to know that when you pick him. But the next three years, after that, Ingram's going to be out. And if they draft him this high, if the Ravens are drafting a running back this high, he's going to be taking over the starting role and being a workhorse with with, um, Lamar Jackson. So this is definitely a long-term pick. You got those two, three, four years of his contract, rookie contract, and he's going to be dominant in that offense. So when you make this pick, just know you're making a pick for the future.
0: Uh, Nate, I did check. Ray Rice was picked in the exact same pick that J.K. Dobbins was, pick 55. There you go. Yeah. Um, It's kind of a weird one. So um, moving on, Chef. we're going to get back to you in a minute, but I know um, if I – I was going to go to you, but I know if Porkman had me talk about Had you talk about Van Jefferson at 57 to the Rams, (laughs) he'd come after me. So, Porkman, your boy goes to a good spot. Brandon Cooks is gone now, Um, replacing DeAndre Hopkins in Houston. So, Van Jefferson, your boy, tell me all about him. I
2: think it's time to turn this frown upside down after I looked at that (laughs) Eagles pick. I was like, something good has to happen. Then boom. God darn Van Jefferson. I was getting to. I was getting mentioned on Twitter because everybody knows on Twitter I love this guy. I'll post about him all day. This this spot here, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. He'll just take over that uh he'll take over uh what's his name? Brandon Cooks's spot. And I believe he's gonna flourish with McVay, because he's gonna he's gonna get schemed open and with his perfect route running, he's gonna get open a lot in this offense and I, they on um NFL network they actually was weirdly comping him to Cooper Cup, cuz you know he's not he's not fast he's just quick and his routes are very precise so with Coop, with Cooper Cup and Jefferson and Acres and Robert Woods he's going to I think he's going to eat there going to eat yeah, a lot I, I like the pick they need to fix the offensive line there
0: him in LA and especially with the type of system that they run I think he's going to work out really well there. Um so the next pick Shev, I'm sorry. Nate were you saying something or did I just pick something else up? No. Okay, my bad. Um so the next pick here, well Chev, do you want to talk about the next pick which is 59 or do you want to talk about <laughs> pick 62? It's up to you.
2: I say Nate I say Nate takes this one and then give Chev the other one.
0: All right, let's do that because I think Chev would be more excited about that. So, Nate, at pick 59, Denzel Mims from Baylor goes to the New York Jets. I hope he's not too scared in northern New Jersey. Um,
3: (laughs) Nate, your thoughts on Mims to the Jets? Hey, well, New York might actually be scarier than Philadelphia. I mean, just saying. But I like Mims to the Jets so much i mean this is a guy that was talked about first round and he dropped to 59 and the jets can pick him up he can be a true number one he has that body type he has that speed athleticism this guy can be the alpha x receiver with uh sam darnold and i mean this just opens up space for crowder it opens up space downfield for perryman um this is great this is great for everybody involved
0: Okay, yeah. I, I like it. It definitely, like you said, helps Darnold out a lot. So um the one that if Garrett was here, he would have been waiting for this. But Chev, I know you were pretty fired up about this pick too. Pick sixty two overall. The Green Bay Packers from Boston College select Algier, Jameel Jamil Williams Dillon, running back. Chev, take it away. You were fired up about this one.
1: Oh, baby. I mean, as a Bears fan, you're just absolutely you're absolutely thrilled to see them go with A.J. Dillon here. I mean, there's a couple other running backs that are probably really better than this guy. And they decided to go with the boy, Algiers, Is that how you say his name? I think it's Algiers. Algiers Dillon. I mean, I'm so pumped. I mean, thank you, Packers, for being just so great this draft. Hopefully, I am 100% correct that you guys are going to be flopping in this draft, but we shall see. This one is for you, Packers.
3: I mean, can you imagine Jordan Love and A.J. Dillon together? Ooh. Oh. oh, man.
1: I'm pretty sure I got both I of them in our rookie league. <laughs> you hey, really, it's really do. Me chills, man.
0: So, that was it for the second-round skill players. Now we wrap around to the third round. Real quick, IDP-wise, um, the Bengals take Logan Wilson from Wyoming. He's an inside linebacker. Um, there's a lot of tough running backs to tackle in the NFC North, so scoop him up late in your rookie drafts if you play in IDP leagues. Um, that's going to be a bad offense. whereas are anticipating. So Logan Wilson's going to be on the field a lot. More playing time for a defensive player means – more chance to get points, just like an offensive player. But, with pick 66, the Washington Redskins take Antonio Gibson from Memphis. So, uh, Porkman, let's talk about Antonio Gibson. Antonio
2: Gibson, they have him here at running back. Um, I kind of hate him at running back. Um, So, I think they'll probably use him at wide receiver. Um, Seeing that the fact that they have uh, got Peterson for this year, they still have Geis we got Bryce Love, so um, with him, so he would probably just have to compete with Sims and Harmon. And right now, I just see him as just a special teamer at this point. Um, he's a good, he's a good uh, gadget player and a good uh, kick returner and punt returner. So I would probably keep him there right now because he's he's fast and he's shifty. But to me, he's just not he's not refined yet. He's just hella raw. Like rawed in a two dollar steak. So I'll just he needs to get worked on a little bit and just keep moving and get developed with uh River River Ron over there.
3: Mm. Okay. That sounds good, pork man.
0: <sighs> yeah, I definitely like it. But um You agree with that, Nate?
3: So, yeah. I do. I do. I think that's good. I, I think he's a weapon and they need some weapons over there.
0: Yeah, Washington definitely needs all the help that they can get. You know, there's a team down south. uh, We had just a lot of kind of blah, 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 blah. But the next skill position that we went to, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pick number 76. They took Keyshawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt running back. Now, here's the thing. We all like Keyshawn Vaughn on the podcast, but there is one man that is definitely near and dear to our hearts. Um, he is America's sweetheart. He's a Malone Mahler. He's the fantasy bachelor. He is a man of many things. Now, this is a, a first for the Dynasty Rewind. Um, so I'm just going to basically put my my phone up to the, to the mic here. But we got Garrett Price on the phone, and he wants to talk about Keyshawn Vaughn. Garrett, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> So, Garrett, you're pretty excited. Do you want to tell us about Keyshawn Vaughn going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
2: Listen, I'm so excited about
0: this. I'm so excited
2: that Keyshawn Vaughn, the guy that I have been loving on, been preaching on for what seems like a year now, uh, this guy I've been been pushing. uh, I think he's been a very underrated player. It's been great to see him get that third-round draft capital um and to a team that could use a running back um Ronald Jones is still there um but I expect him uh to to compete day one with Ronald Jones um I expect him to be involved in the passing game and I think he's somebody that would fit in perfect with Tom Brady and what they're trying to build there so um this is honestly you you could argue this is best case scenario uh for Keyshawn Vaughn so I
0: could be more excited well, Garrett, we definitely thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your evening to talk some Keyshawn Vaughn with us, man. I, I do appreciate that.
1: Absolutely, buddy.
0: All right. Well, hey, uh, Garrett, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to check in with you later. So thanks again. Sounds good. All right, I'll see you. And Garrett Price, with his successful return to the Dynasty Rewind, I'm going to turn my gain back down now. Had to turn it up. Did did that pick it up okay? Could you guys hear him?
1: Yeah, it, was oh, okay. good. it picked it up.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah it did. It.
0: I heard the excitement from Canton all the way over here in Northampton. Um, Garrett, thank you again. You are um, missed by us all. But no, you're you're not really missed. You're still around. So you're great. Um, So moving on, do you guys want to touch on Keyshawn Vaughn or did Garrett wrap it up for us? Garrett's got it. Yeah, he got that junk. Yeah, he's got it. So uh, our next two skill positions here um the raiders can we make these uh, yeah that's what i'm kind of thinking about doing because they're smart they want a wildcat guy so they waited till the third round and they took lynn bowden jr so howie roseman maybe you should go work at the nfl network for a while see what mike mayock did and then you could get back to us he took lynn bowden jr from kentucky um kind of personally i'm a little surprised by this draft capital here um did you guys think it was going to be lower than pick 80? I mean, for sure, right?
2: Yeah. I, I thought just just a 10. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I thought the, the better pick out of the two was Brian Edwards at 81, wide receiver from South Carolina. That was definitely, um, to me, that was, I thought, the better of the two picks. So um, who would like to talk about these two guys here? We'll lump them all together.
2: I know, Nate. That's, uh, Nate, that's your boy, Lynn Bowden, right?
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big fan of Lynn Bowden. I actually have him ranked as a running back. Um, I was not impressed with his ability as a wide receiver, and I think he's more of an offensive weapon. I think Mike called him the next Zenard Robinson, which probably isn't too far off. Uh, I- I'm, not, I'm not a fan of this dude. I'm interested to see how John Gruden wants to use him because he could be exciting. He could be something that you know, brings a whole new factor to that offense that they don't have right now. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And then uh, if you want me to talk about Brian Edwards, I can too. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I have, I'm pretty high. I'm pretty high on Brian Edwards. Um, He kind of has a great combo of tape and also analytics. Um, People who are big on dominator score and breakout age, he's like 99th percentile for both those things. Actually, I think he's a hundredth percentile for breakout age. I think he broke out when he was like 17 or something like that. So this guy's been playing at a high level for a long time. Uh, One of the knocks on him is he gets lots of screens. A lot of his uh, catches come from screens, but the dude can stretch the field. He can make contested catches. He has great route running. I love this guy's route running. And uh, if he's getting screens and getting that many yards, I mean, he's got to be a playmaker. So I, I like him over with the Raiders. They don't have much out there wide receiver right now. So, now they got Ruggs, they got Brian Edwards, and they got Renfro in the slot. I think that's a pretty good depth chart. So, it's just a matter of if they have a quarterback that can make it work.
0: Yeah. Um, interesting to see if they kind of sure. pick a developmental guy later in the draft maybe. Who knows? Uh the night is still young. We still got a bunch of picks You're like left. A Yeah, I think he'd be a good fit there. I mean, he fits the old-school Raiders mold of big-arm guy that could get it down the field. Um, So we shall see. So the next guy that is up, uh, pick 86, running back out of Utah, goes Zach Moss goes to the Buffalo Bills. I can't remember. Is this Porkman's boy or is this um, Chev's dude here? No, it's mine. All right. Well, Porkman, take it away. I like him. All right, so um I was gonna say I like him. You better say more than that, because that wasn't exactly very prophetic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, because no, I love Zach Moss. It's just the landing spot. It's like Sean McDermott. It's like, hey, let's drive Devin Singletary last year. And this year, let's just drive somebody that runs like Devin Singletary as well. I mean, I just I would I was just hoping Zach Moss was going to a spot where He can have like a three down, a three down spot, uh, like somewhere else different. Just don't go there. I was hoping maybe Baltimore, but once J.K. fell, it was like, oh, that that just made a whole lot more sense. Um, but this guy here, I mean, if they give him the opportunity to split carries with Devin Singletary, I don't think there's going to be too much of a, uh, too much of a gap because they pretty much run the same way. Um, contact balance is great for the both of them. They're both powerful. They both don't have that breakaway speed, but they have, you know, that 10 yard split that everybody's looking for. So, I mean, good for you, Zach Moss. I'm glad you got drafted. I was just hoping you didn't go to Buffalo. So I know it's a lot of people on Twitter that he's very polarizing. Some people hate him because they say he looks slow. My girl, Michelle Majuke, the ball blasting girl, she loves Zach Moss, has her a number, has him at number two. So, I mean, hey, we'll just, we'll just rot it out and see what happens.
0: Yeah. So, I would like to take a minute and talk some strategy here. Don't trade during the draft. And the reason why I say that is I had been trying to get Dingle, Devin Singletary for a little bit from one of the guys in my home league. And he sent me an offer like five minutes before I came up here. And, I was like, oh, I'll think about it. And then um they drafted Zach Moss. So I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. So <laughs> um, so Chev, any thoughts on Zach Moss before we move on?
1: No, yeah, I definitely love Zach Moss's film, man. I think I don't I wouldn't say he's my number two. Uh he's probably farther farther down than that, but I mean he's got good contact balance. I mean, there was one where he looked like he was doing a karate kick on Thin air, so I mean, I love I love his game. I mean, he's not the fastest, but I mean, he's a his agility is amazing. I mean, he's got great contact balance, man, and that's something you definitely want. And um, he's gonna be able to split some carries with uh, Frank Gore, probably too. I'm mean, guessing he's still gonna hang around, he's been playing in the NFL forever, so I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, he's like the new <laughs> Vinny Testaverde, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so our next one, and as of right now, it's my most updated one on the board here. The Baltimore Ravens take big play Duvernay out of Texas. Um, so, Nate, that's you, man.
3: Yeah, um, Duvernay, man, that guy is fast. But, like, he's fast and thick. I, got, I don't see many slot receivers, like, as thick as that dude. He's 200 pounds. Like, usually you see a slot receiver, and they're like 175, 180, kind of like that KJ Hamler mode. But, like, this guy's thick, and he runs like a 4-4. So he got 100, almost 110 uh, receptions last year at Texas. He puts out, man, he puts out, pro, pro, you know, productivity. That's the word I'm looking for. And I think the Ravens are just trying to get faster and faster. They're trying to be like the Chiefs and just have some – Real speed and just have some versatility, make defenses scared for just anything that could hit. So I think it's a good spot. I think I'm interested to see who takes over like the number two or actually number three role because you got Mark Andrews basically number one target over there and then Hollywood Brown. So it's going to be between Boykin and Duvernay this year for that number three role.
0: All right, and uh, we just had another one pop up, too. Chev, I can't remember how high on him you were or not, uh, but running back Darrington Evans from Appalachian State is now a Tennessee Titan. Your thoughts on
1: him? Yeah, I mean, that fires me up. I mean, this is a guy that is nothing like Derrick Henry at all. This is a guy you want outside and in space. Derrick Henry is a guy you can run down your throat inside the tackles. And, uh, I mean, this definitely is probably a good little landing spot for him and get passes outside of the – the tackles for him and get runs outside um I'm super excited for him. I drafted him super late I believe in our our rookie draft. So, uh, we'll see how it goes, but he's probably going to be on the field very slim this season.
0: Um and I did skip one, I'm sorry, because it's a guy that I don't think any of us heard of. Um oh. the Patriot Forget,
3: Forget about Asiasi. Forget about Asiasi. Yeah, get
0: him. Next okay,
3: we'll Third round draft capital.
0: The, yes, I love it. The Patriots just took uh, UCLA tight end Devin Asiasi. Who well, I don't know who that is. Um, but uh, let me let me see here. Let me. I don't think I watched any. I know you're
2: excited.
0: Yeah, I've never even heard of him. To be honest with you, I'm I don't like... even. Okay, well, everyone's hype. Would they care to cue me in on? Okay, what so
2: um, with the <laughs> with 94th with the ninety fourth pick. pick in the third round,
3: the Packers select Josiah Degora. Yo, this oh, wow is surprising. I did not expect them to have this kind of draft capital.
0: Yeah, but there but. goes all my Sternberger shares, though.
2: Oh, you right? Yeah, same. Well,
0: you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? Graham's gone. Maybe they run some two tight end sets.
1: Yeah. Wait, did you say yeah, Patriots no or Packers? The Packers.
0: Packers. Okay. Packers. Yeah. The Patriots was Asiasi. Okay. Isn't yeah. that that big six foot seven dude? Yeah, he's big as crap. Yeah, I don't. Th- we never touched on him. Yeah, we did. So, so um, what I'd like to do is, uh, you know, we'll see if anyone pops up, and then we could call it a night. We're at about an hour and six minutes in. Um, so, have you guys made any prior trades to the draft that have been helped by this draft? Chev, you and I made one. I got Michael Gallup. Um, yeah. That looks like that's definitely playing out in your favor now.
1: Yeah. I think I got the 1 6 out of that. Um, not sure how many running backs are going to slip to me. I doubt one of the big guys are going to fall but uh definitely some good picks that will be going to the one six so definitely excited about that even though i love Gallup, i think he's a great talent but cd lamb going there definitely hurts
0: yeah for sure um so Shev and i made that one like i said before i um got rid of carry on johnson a couple days ago almost traded for devin Singletary. glad i didn't what about you guys
2: I mean, I had a, a pick in the first round. Um, I just traded back to get some more picks in the second round because I I knew it was going to be a lot of value in here. So, and it's looking like that's what's going to happen. So, I might be able to get some
3: studs in the uh,
2: in the second round.
0: Mm-hmm. Nate, how about yourself?
3: Yeah, in one league I traded for Mark Ingram on the cheap. Uh, another league I traded Damian Williams away. So. Kind of uh even even split here with wins and losses.
0: Yeah. Um Chev, any other trades for you though?
3: Uh yeah, I traded uh
1: Debo for one oh three. I think I traded like one oh nine also with Debo. So I got into the one oh three range and it's a team that is pretty loaded. Um so i definitely excited to have that one oh three. And I also traded for the one oh two in that league as well. I think I gave up I gave up Kenny Galladay in a second so I mean I got some good value for sure
0: so you're just basically taking luxury picks at that point if you yeah team's loaded
1: yeah that's the team that is super stacked I've drafted pretty well and have been able to make some good trades too so I'm excited I mean, 102 I mean 101 to probably 104 105 is some solid picks I mean the whole draft like going into the second round you still have good picks left too so it's an exciting draft
3: if yeah, you I think- need a wide receiver it's a good year to need a wide receiver oh yeah oh
0: yeah well, I think that pick that you got from me, the 106, that's still going to be, you know, that's still going to be a good pick. Oh, no yeah. What.
3: I'm definitely
1: excited about it, man.
0: It just depends on, you know, which way you decide to go. Um, do we have a pick in? The pick is in. Should we wait until the Broncos pick and then call it a night?
3: I don't think the Broncos are selecting anybody relevant the to Bron- fantasy. Yeah, They've already they, got they two wide somebody, receivers.
1: They took
2: a uh, D tackle from Arkansas.
0: Kansas City is after go. them, though. Should we wait till, uh KC goes?
2: Yeah, we could do that. Uh, I was surprised about like, Eason slipping. Uh, yeah. not really. I'm not really surprised about him slipping because a lot of people really don't like him.
0: Mm-hmm. I was actually more surprised that the Packers went up and got Jordan Love. I didn't think that Jordan Love was a Packers guy. You know yeah, what I mean? He
2: doesn't. You know. but I mean, here's the thing. Back in the day, everybody used to they used to build through the draft and do their thing, and everybody knows. Oh, he's a Packers guy. Now they got new management up there and everything is totally different. They're getting free agents and they're getting people that kind of don't fit. IE mm-hmm. uh AJ Dillan, Jordan Lewis. Like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. So Is that I mean, Eddie Lacey right, Jr.? Right Jr.? It is Eddie yes. Lacy. Reborn.
3: No, I think
0: I'm pretty sure um Eddie Lacey could run people over.
3: He, when he wasn't fat. He was.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he wasn't fat, yeah. He tried to remember they tried to say he did P90X and he was going to be back. I was like, yeah, that <laughs> like didn't Percy work. Percy
3: Harvin. Bro. We're talking about Percy Harvin and Gronkowski?
2: Yeah, that's oh, yeah, great. So, First, um, yo, the only reason Percy is back is cuz like he can smoke.
3: Yep.
0: <laughs> but uh the New England Patriots have traded tight end Rob Gronkowski to the Buccaneers, teaming him back up so Gronk what was that Tuesday? He said he wanted to come and play again, but he wants to play in Tampa Bay because of course he does. and so um they sent him in the seventh. I think they got a fourth back, right?
2: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Let's see here. And what was the other one?
2: The uh, Percy Harvin?
0: <laughs> yeah, so apparently Percy Harvin wants to unretire after last playing in four years ago.
2: You know, I think that's a little bit scary for him because he had an issue with concussions and I'll hate for him to get back on the field and then can't get up again.
0: Yeah, don't just don't, man.
2: That's you know what
0: at the at the end of the day. Yeah, he dealt with anxiety
2: way. really bad. Yeah. It,
0: yeah. I don't know. So um since I'm waiting um here, I'm just uh, kinda they squ- selected
3: offensive tackle. Yeah.
0: Okay. So are we just gonna wait for the Chiefs or Or the Chiefs just... No, the the Chiefs got a
3: tackle. Yeah. All
0: right. We're here real quick. I was scrolling on Twitter, and now nothing is responding. There we go. So scrolling on Twitter, and this guy said, Who is Josiah Degora? Never heard of him either. What happened to all the tight ends we like coming into the draft? Only Komet has actually been drafted. So I'm going to go ahead and say we talked about (laughs) him on the at Dynasty...
3: Give him a link to my player card, too.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, do I have that link handy?
3: <laughs> just send the okay. tweet. And I'll, we'll find it. I'll find him. I'll find him.
0: Make sure you follow at NFL Draft Dynasty. I think it is. Yep.
3: I'll just or type in Nate Christian because I'll never remember that joke.
0: Player links as well.
3: I will uh, warn everybody. I might eventually switch my Twitter second. handle. So what? Well,
0: can we help, can the people help you decide what it is?
3: I mean, possibly. I have a really good one that I actually used my personal account that I had like in 2012 that I used in high school. So I could just switch it over to that one. It's a much better handle. I'm not going to say it right now because someone might steal it. me up. Yeah. <laughs> right on. But yeah, All right. we'll see All if right. it changes.
0: Well, you let us know. Um, so what do you guys think? Is that good for the night then? Call it a night there.
3: Baltimore is about to select Antonio, uh, Gandy Golden though. Who did the the Browns take? Nobody yet.
0: Okay. It just says the pick is in. Um, who has a verse for us tonight then? Probably should have asked that earlier. I I can look up one real quick. Yeah. If you want to.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let me see what I can do real quick. Let me see what the verse of the day is. Maybe that will bless us. We'll just go with an easy one. I mean, it's the verse of the day today, Acts two twenty one, And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I mean, so it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. It doesn't matter where you've been, what happened, what you've done. Uh, if you call on Christ, he'll be there for you. He's always there for you. But uh, if you want him to be your Lord and Savior, he's always going to be there. Uh, and he'll accept you with open arms, man. He, he's a God that's forgiving, a God that's loving, a God that's caring. So uh, if it's anything that you've been interested in, I know Gary would love to talk to you a little bit more. If you need to know a little bit more inf- information about what we're talking about, holler at me. Hit me in the DMs at R D. and I would definitely love to talk to you about it. Chev,
0: that, just like you, is a thing of beauty. And I want to let you know that after that tweet I put out, that gentleman just followed us, the Dynasty Rewind. So, um, Tyler, if you're listening, thanks for joining us. Um, So until next week, everybody, we're going to have another great show for you. Um, I guess we'll recap the rest of the draft. If anything good happens between rounds four through seven, something should. Um, Nate, where can we find you on Twitter?
3: You can find me at NFL Draft Dynasty. Shout out to Tyler, who just followed me.
0: Look at that. And um, that's Nate's temporary um, Twitter handle, we're thinking. Porkman, where can we find
1: you on Twitter?
2: You can find me at FFPorkman.
1: All right. And, Chev, where can we find you? You can find me at Chevboyrd, boy with an I.
0: All right. And if you are so inclined, you could find me on Twitter at TheEnbowR85. You could also, and I would prefer you follow the show, at Dynasty Rewind. So until next week, everybody, be kind, please rewind.